Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As people filed excitedly out of the courtroom where a Bill Meade's custody suit was in progress, they were in a furor of excitement. A moment before, under the insistent hammering of the defense lawyer hired by Ben Calvert, Bill had lost his head. When Farnsworth, by implication, had insulted Peggy Douglas, with whom Bill is deeply in love, Bill had struck the lawyer and knocked him down. After reprimanding the young man severely for such violence in a court of law, Judge Willoughby had declared a recess of an hour. Now, as they file out through the crowd, Aunt Mary and her niece are talking. Oh, Aunt Mary, I'm so ashamed. Things Mr. Farnsworth was saying dreadful. I feel as if I can't look anyone in the face. Oh, never mind, dear. The people who matter know it isn't so. So long as your own conscience is clear. Yes, but... Oh, I do hope it won't get Bill into trouble. So do I, dear, with all my heart. Maybe Judge Willoughby will blame Bill for, for losing his head the way he did. Maybe he'll think he's not dependable. I'm so afraid it might affect his feeling about whether Bill would be a good father to the baby. It might, Peggy. But somehow, I have a lot of faith in the judge's capacity to understand people, judge their behavior. It seems to me that he must realize why it was Bill did such a thing. I only hope so, Aunt Mary. Is this the way out, I wonder? Yes, I think so. That door to the right. Oh, yes. Well, dear, how shall we spend this hour? Do you like a cup of coffee? Like to eat? Oh, nothing to eat, thank you. But I would like a cup of coffee. There's a nice little place a few doors down. Lefty and I stopped in there yesterday. Oh, this was a good idea, Aunt Mary. I feel a lot better. Oh, that's good, dear. I thought you would. Would you like another cup of coffee? We have plenty of time. No, thank you. But let's just sit here a few minutes. I dread going back to that courtroom until we absolutely have to. Well, it's not very pleasant for you. I realize that. Still, I'm glad I came today. I want Bill to know I feel loyal. But, well, that I hope he does get custody of the baby. If you really feel that way, uh, well, I, I was going to ask if you'd rather go home. No, Aunt Mary. I'm going to stick it out. If that lawyer, Ben Calvert, thinks he can intimidate me, he's very much mistaken. I'm going back in there, just as if nothing had happened. But it won't last much longer, will it, Aunt Mary? The trial, I mean? No, dear. I imagine it'll be decided one way or the other very soon. Thank goodness. Because it's all right to be brave. 
or try to be. But just the same, it'll certainly be a relief to have it settled. Yes, indeed it will, for all of us. And most of all, for Bill himself. States of America, the Superior Court of Wakefield County is now in session. Judge Hiram will be presiding. You may be seated. Are the attorneys for the defense and the prosecution ready to begin? They are, Your Honor. Yes. Very well. Mr. McKillop, you may call your next witness. Thank you, Your Honor. They will now call Mrs. Jessie Calvert. As Jessie Calvert rose from her place beside her husband, then shot her a look of absolute fury. Fury that Jessie could be in a position to testify against his daughter. Against him, too. For if Jessie wanted to, Ben knew, she might be able to put Kit in a very bad light. Jessie walked toward the front of the courtroom, smart, well-groomed, handsome and dignified, a confident smile on her lips. The eyes of Aunt Mary and Peggy Douglas followed her wonderingly, a little puzzled. Bill Meade studied her with a combination of hope and distrust. And Kit, his ex-wife and opponent, felt her heart pound heavily with fear as Jessie seated herself gracefully, looking up at Angus McKillop with great composure. Angus was pinning his last hopes on this woman's testimony. Uh, Mrs. Calvert, will you tell the court, please, in what relation you stand to Mr. Ben Calvert? Ben Calvert is my husband. And you are acquainted with his daughter, Kit Calvert, are you not? Oh, yes. I've known Kit for years, even before her father and I were married. You share Mr. Calvert's home on 11th Street in Wakefield, do you not, Miss Calvert? Why, certainly I do. How many people reside in that house, please? Well, there's Ben and me, and Kit, of course. Then there's the housekeeper, Lucy, and until recently there was the baby's nurse, Miss Thorndyke. She resigned recently. And then there's the baby, of course. I see. Now, you and Miss Calvert must of necessity see a great deal of each other when you're at home. Is that correct? Oh, my, yes. Mrs. Calvert, do you and your stepdaughter ever converse together, talk things over? Why, yes, we do. Quite frequently. You recall the night Miss Calvert returned from California? You mean um, when she came home with the baby? Well, of course I do. Uh, you talked to your husband, Mr. Calvert, that night, did you not? Yes, Ben and I talked. What was your husband's reaction to the fact that his daughter had brought home a baby son? Ben was in seventh heaven. Uh, you mean by that, I presume, that he was greatly overjoyed at having a young grandson. Is that true? Why, yes. You say you see quite a good deal of Miss Calvert uh, during the course of your daily living routines. Is that correct? Yes, indeed it is. And you naturally talk to your husband frequently. You, you know his attitude about things in general, do you not? I believe I do. And that of his daughter? Yes, I think I know Kit's ideas about things. Yes. And from what you know of them, I uh, refer to Mr. and Miss Calvert, you understand? You must have some feeling in regard to their attitudes, one toward the other. Is that correct? Why, yes, Mr. McKillop. I think it's safe to say I know quite a lot about how Ben and Kit feel toward each other. Would you say that Mr. Calvert had influenced his daughter considerably? Would you feel it's safe to say that? I suppose so. Not you sure? Isn't it a fact that Mr. Calvert has had a very strong influence on his daughter? Well, yes, I guess it is. Uh, Mrs. Calvert, 
Since you know a great deal about the living routine of the Calvert home, you must have frequently observed Miss Calvert in relation to her son, the baby. I mean, you must have seen her taking care of him, looking after him. Is this the case? Well, not very much. You see, Kit left the child's care pretty much in the hands of the nurse Mr. Calvert hired. In other words, Miss Calvert showed very little interest in caring for her young baby herself, feeding him with her own hands, bathing him and so on. Oh, goodness, no. If that's the case, would you say that Miss Calvert neglects her child? Would you say that, Mrs. Calvert? I suppose one could say that in a way. Then you believe it is possible to say that Miss Calvert has been guilty of neglecting her child. Am I to understand that is your belief, Mrs. Calvert? Oh, I wouldn't say guilty, Mr. McKillop. After all, I think Kit's reaction was only natural. A young woman who returns home with an infant, only to find that her husband refuses to live with her, wants a divorce. Naturally, Kit was terribly upset about it, unhappy. The baby seemed to be a symbol of her failure as a wife, somehow reminding her of Bill. She's been in a very unhappy frame of mind. Oh, no, Mr. McKillop. I believe that Kit Calvert is essentially everything a good mother should be. Uh, oh, uh, that will be all, Mrs. Calvert. That will be all. As Jesse Calvert's testimony was concluded, Kit relaxed for the first time since her stepmother had taken the stand. Jesse hadn't known anything after all, she thought with relief. Now she was safe. But perhaps, Kit, you are wrong to feel secure. For the chain of events you started when you took Lisa Fenner's baby son from her is almost complete. You may still suffer for what you have done, even though Jesse, to save her own skin, decided to testify in your behalf. <laughs> 